Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Empowered Word of Faith podcast. Good evening, everyone. This is Evangelist Alfreda Lockett Evans, and I'm from Full Gospel Holy Temple Church in Dallas, Texas. Tonight's podcast is the eighth lesson learned from the Miracles of Elisha, a series. The title of this podcast is Miraculous Utterances, Numbers 1 and 2. Miraculous Utterance Number 1. A measure of fine flour for a shekel is found in 2 Kings 7 and 1 through 2. Following Elisha's single-handed capture of the Syrian army and their release, which is found in lesson number six, Israel fell upon hard times. The king of Syria besieged Samaria again, creating severe famine for the Israelites. And that's explained in lesson number seven. Cannibalism occurred and the people ate unclean animals such as asses' heads and doves' dung. Moses predicted behavior such as this if the people went into sin back in Leviticus 26 and 29, and it came to pass just as he said it would. That 29th verse says, And ye shall eat the flesh of your sons, and the flesh of your daughters shall ye eat. The king of Israel was very distressed by the cannibalism and starvation in Samaria. As is often the case in which ungodly men blame the godly for their troubles, this ungodly king became angry at Elisha, blaming him for the problems in Israel. He even sent a messenger to kill Elisha because of the troubles in Samaria. But Elisha sat in his house with the elders, and God spoke to him concerning the messenger that was coming to murder him. Elisha told the elders to catch and hold the messenger, preserving Elisha's own life. At this time, God sent a word through Elisha that changed the plight of the entire city. That miraculous utterance is found in 2 Kings 7 and 1 through 2. And this is how it reads. Then Elisha said, Hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord, Tomorrow about this time shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel and two measures of barley for a shekel in the gate of Samaria. Then a Lord on whose hand the king leaned answered the man of God and said, Behold, if the Lord would make windows in heaven, might this thing be? And he said, Behold, thou shalt see it with thine eyes, but shall not eat thereof. Following this utterance of Elisha, the circumstances in Israel were changed within less than 24 hours. The Syrians abandoned their tents, their horses, their donkeys, and their fine foods. Four leprous men, that story is told in lesson number six, it was miracle number 26, confusion of the Syrians. Four leprous men returned to inform the Israelites of their fortune. The famine ended 
and the people were fed. The man whom the king sent to kill Elisha, according to Dake's annotated study Bible, was the very individual who was responsible for tending the gate to the city. And that means that he was also the man that spoke words of unbelief when Elisha prophesied that plenty would come. It was to this man that Elisha spoke the infamous words, Behold, thou shalt see it with thine eyes, but shall not eat thereof. Just as Elisha prophesied, that man died without tasting a bite of the food. The fulfillment of that prophecy is found in 2 Kings 7 and 17. And this is how that scripture reads. And the king appointed the Lord on whose hand he leaned to have the charge of the gate. And the people trod upon him in the gate. And he died as the man of God had said, who spake when the king came down to him. There were four lessons that I learned from this particular segment of scripture. Number one. Every person who would go to take a life must remember that they have a life that can be lost. Number two, trust God no matter how hard the trial appears, for he and he alone can bring you out. Number three, godly men are often hated simply because of their stance in God. Psalms 34, 19 says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. And then number four is found in Second Chronicles 20 and 20. And it says, Believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, so shall ye prosper. And now miraculous utterance number two. Hazael becomes king over Israel. And that story is found in 2 Kings 8 and 7 through 11. Ben-Hadad, king of Syria, became ill and sent Hazael to Elisha with gifts, asking if he would recover from his illness. Elisha let it be known that he could recover from the disease, but he began to cry, knowing that Hazael would murder Ben-Hadad. Elisha's greatest sorrow, however, was related to the intensely evil things that Hazael would ultimately do against Israel when he became the king of Syria. Hazael was unaware of the depth of the evil in his own heart. However, he immediately went home. And what did he do? He murdered King Ben-Hadad eventually doing all of the evil against Israel that Elisha said he would do. Let's read verses 7 through 11 in 2 Kings chapter 8. Verse 7, Elisha went to Damascus, and Ben-Hadad, the king of Aram, was ill. When the king was told, the man of God has come all the way up here, he said to Hazael, take a gift with you and go to meet the man of God. Consult the Lord through him and ask, will I recover from this illness? 
Hazael went to Elisha, taking with him as a gift 40 camel loads of all the finest wares of Damascus. He went in and stood before him and said, Your son Ben-Hadad, king of Aram, has sent me to ask, Will I recover from this illness? Elisha answered, Go and say to him, You will certainly recover. Nevertheless, the Lord has revealed to me that he will, in fact, die. He stared at him with a fixed gaze until Hazael was embarrassed. Then the man of God began to weep. And the prophet begins to weep, expressing his pain over what he sees Hazael do to Israel once he becomes king. Why is my Lord weeping? asked Hazael. Because I know the harm you will do to the Israelites, he answered. You will set fire to their fortified places, kill their young men with the sword, dash their little children to the ground, and rip open their pregnant women. Now, Hosea doubts that he will do all the evil things that Elisha proclaims that were to come to pass. When he learned from Elijah that he would become the king of Syria, However, he immediately went back and he murdered King Ben-Hadad, putting Elisha's prophecy into motion. Let's read verses 13 through 15 in the 8th chapter of 2 Kings. Hazael said, How could your servant, a mere dog, accomplish such a feat? The Lord has shown me that you will become king of Aram answered Elisha. Then Hosea left Elisha and returned to his master. When Ben-Hadad asked, what did Elisha say to you? Hosea replied, he told me that you would certainly recover. But the next day, he took a thick cloth, soaked it in water, and spread it over the king's face so that he died. Then Hosea succeeded him as king. Now, bear in mind, Elisha said that he was not going to die of that disease, but he knew he was going to die. So here is the lesson learned from those miraculous prophetic words. We often think we are better people than we are. But what we have to know is without Christ in our lives, we are all depraved. First Samuel 16 and 7 says, But man looks on the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. Just as Hazael did not believe that he was capable of the evil deeds that Elisha knew that he would later perform, we without Christ can also sink into unimaginable sinful lows. Well, that ends the eighth lesson in the miracles of Elisha. And the final lesson will be heard in podcast number nine. God bless you.